Welcome to The Pastor's Table. I'm Pastor Jason. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about conquering sickness and disease and how it is not the will of God for you to suffer and that He doesn't bring that along to teach you and that you don't glorify God by suffering through sickness and disease, but instead, God is glorified when sickness and disease is conquered. So today we're talking um, about healing as we have been in the last few episodes and uh, let's go to John 11. And here's a, uh, here's a good verse that can really uh, stir the pot a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think it's, it's a good, good one for us to, to look at. Mm-hmm. And um, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I like hot potatoes. They're fun to juggle. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat them. <laughs> With toppings. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> so let's look at it here. John 11 verse 4 says this. When, this is out of the Amplified Version. It says, when Jesus received the message, and the message was specifically that Lazarus was sick. And he said, Jesus said, this sickness is not to end in death, but on the contrary, it is to honor God and promote his glory, that the Son of God may be glorified through it or by it. And people look at that and have some interesting ideas about it. And (laughs) I just, I, I want to start by pointing this out right away. Jesus did not say, God sent this sickness Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's to honor God and bring glory to Him. It does not say anything about this. Mm-hmm. It does not say uh, Lazarus is, has been made allowed to be sick so that God can be glorified, as if God allowed that to happen. Uh, yeah. You know, when you think about glory, one of the images that comes to mind is someone like, a, like an army that has gone out against another army. Mm-hmm. And they have fought this intense battle. And they have won against their enemy. Mm-hmm. And they, t- they capture the leader. And in the, you know, in Greek and Roman times, they'd parade that person mm-hmm. tied up on a yeah. cart or something like that through the city and triumph over them. And that was them glorying mm-hmm. in their victory over their enemy. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus says, this is for the the Lord's glory, to honor God, to promote His glory, He's talking about triumphing over sickness and disease. He's talking about conquering it. Mm -hmm. In other words, this sickness will not end in death. It is for the Lord's glory. It exists only for Jesus to conquer it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now think about that in connection with whatever sickness or sin or disease or problem or devil or whatever that is. It exists only for Jesus to conquer it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now that's a very different perspective. Yes. When you look at, oh, you know, I'm suffering through this. It's for God's glory that I suffer. That's not what this says. That's right. It doesn't say anything about suffering is what glorifies God here. Mm Mm-hmm. It is the conquering of that sickness that mm-hmm. brings God glory. Mm-hmm. It's the defeat of it mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. brings God glory. Mm-hmm. That's why I said this sickness will not end in death. It almost looks like he's lying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because didn't Lazarus die? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the end. No, no, was it was not. It was not. It was not the end. That's right. Amen. This is exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. And so as we get the truth and we embrace this and we realize how, sometimes you think, how did I ever think such a thing? Where Mm -hmm. did I get this? It doesn't matter. Just 
cussing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter the root of it, just don't continue in it. Mm -hmm. That's right. We want to continue in the truth. And in sound doctrine, mm -hmm. when we see things that don't seem to line up with the character of God, sometimes it's because what we've been taught about that thing isn't in line with it, and it's been some man's opinion or some man trying to understand. You see, when we're dealing with sickness and disease and pain and things like that, we sometimes don't have an answer or we haven't had before. Mm -hmm. So we try to fill in the blank. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we try to assure somebody with something we're not sure about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. then we'll, we'll say something to fill in the hole, right? And it, it doesn't. It makes a mess out of things. We're back mm -hmm. to the seesaw that uh, Pastor Jason That's was right. talking about in the last. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to make an under my own understanding and trying to fit my situation into God's word and, and try and explain it under my own understanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As opposed to saying, okay, God, I don't understand this. Please help me. Right. Yeah. There was a Catherine Kuhlman came to Vancouver um, in the last years of her ministry and had, I think, the, the crusade was in the early 70s, I believe, in Vancouver. And a good friend of mine who, was, who came to live with us, he's like my brother, and he went to that meeting and he said, what I don't understand is, uh, uh, you know, why this one person he saw didn't get healed. Hmm. And I don't understand that if God heals and you say he heals everybody, I don't understand why. why and I said, well... Were there thousands there? Oh, yeah, the place was packed. Must have been 15,000 people in there. I said, how many people do you see get healed? Oh, hundreds and hundreds. And I, I don't know, maybe even thousands of them were healed. Yeah. Huh. But there's this one that didn't. And they got stuck there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They get stuck because he didn't have an answer. He was looking for this part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need to have an answer. Well, I don't particularly know. And I'm not certain we're supposed to be the ones. Earlier, we talked about someone's will. Well, I don't know what's going on there. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what's going on in their heart. If you think about Jesus walking the earth, right? Jesus is the will of God revealed to us, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you see anyone that he went to pray for healing in any way and they did not get healed? No. No. So Jesus had a 100% success rate, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Where is he now? Inside of us. Right. Now, do you have a 100% success rate? Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, is that he operates through us. Yes. You know, and, and again, this is not to lay blame on anyone or anything, but we look at the one that didn't get it, mm. and we think that somehow God is at fault. That's right. Yeah. But when we see, when we measure our experiences by what the Word of God says, mm -hmm. we can see in Jesus' life that no one missed out on healing, mm -hmm. ever. That's right. So why are we suddenly taking a, what, perceive, what we perceive as a failure mm -hmm. and, and turning that on God as if it's his fault? Mm -hmm. Besides, mm -hmm. I mean, I understand you know, this person that came and said that. What yeah. about this one person? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what happens if that person went home and got their healing while they're at home? Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so limited in what mm -hmm. we see and what we're thinking. Mm -hmm. We're looking at one scenario. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing at the, at the pool of Bethesda. Mm -hmm. The one man, the 38 years lame, he got healed. Mm -hmm. And we say, well, what about the rest of them? Mm -hmm. What about the rest of them? It doesn't say yes or no. Just because no. it doesn't say the rest of them got healed doesn't mean that they weren't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we automatically think, oh, that was one person. It must have been his day to get healed. Mm -hmm. Jesus looked around the crowd and picked one person to heal. Mm -hmm. We don't know that. Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that in there. But you see, we come up with things to explain 
the the lack. We come up with things to explain mm -hmm. failure. We come up yeah. with things to uh, ideas that make us feel better mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we don't understand why something didn't happen the way we were expecting it to. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. We fill in the gaps with our own mm -hmm. understanding, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and that in itself is a problem. If we're real straight and honest, we prayed for people we didn't have faith for. Mm -hmm. Now that that hurts, mm -hmm. but that kind of honesty can, to, can bring us to another place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can look with our eyes and say, "Woo!" Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes I've been grateful I didn't know the condition, mm -hmm. and, and and that God didn't tell me all the details. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we think, "Oh no, I want to know all the details first. No, you know what? Trust God. Mm -hmm. you, you you got the little picture. Go with that. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe maybe." If you knew more about the situation, it might cause you to come out of faith. You want to do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Might might give a, a place for doubt to enter mm -hmm. when we see someone with all kinds of equipment on them, mm -hmm. and, and it can be quite hard on your physical eyes mm -hmm. to see past that and see God the healer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, in my in my own testimony about uh, being healed from multiple sclerosis. I didn't fully recognize what was going on in the inside of me. I knew something was, was happening, I, but I, at that point I didn't know enough to know that you know, I was being healed kind of from the inside out. And to look at me from the outside, nobody could tell that anything had changed. Yeah. You know, I, I still, I, according to people and according to my doctor, I still was, was dealing with MS in my life. But God was doing something on the inside of me. And you know, so, when you're when you're thinking you know nothing's happening nothing's happening well that's just not the truth mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it simply isn't the truth if if you're coming to god in faith regardless of your situation regardless of your faith level in the situation god is doing something on the inside of you mm -hmm. he is working on the inside yes, of is. you that's he's right. always working on the inside he's always working the seed is always working mm -hmm. Amen. Absolutely. even the sower sows the word in that parable yeah. mm -hmm. At no point in time was it the fault of the seed that there wasn't a harvest. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? And again, we're not trying to lay blame on anyone. Mm -hmm. Oh, it must be bad soil. And mm -hmm. We're not trying to get into all of that. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, is our, our faith is in the seed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Not necessarily in the soil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Funny story, my husband likes to garden. and it, I like to garden too, but I, he is much more skilled. But in the earlier days, he wanted to grow garlic, and we had this certain kind of Russian garlic, and it's kind of purple, and, and it's quite a bit of a spicy. And apparently, garlic will uh, have a different flavor depending on where it's where it grows. And so he had had he had now had seeds, and he'd had some that had grown up, and he and it takes two years, but it'll produce its own seeds. So he had and so he had this little baby field where he planted all the little ones, but he didn't know because he never saw anything coming up. And so he thought, well, I don't, I don't see anything. And it's been two years and I'm not seeing anything. So he starts digging around. I said, what you doing? He says, I'm digging it up to see if it's growing. And, <laughs> and it was, but that little place where he dug died. died. <laughs> and so we learned the hard way to trust what was under the soil mm -hmm. that right. it was mm -hmm. working. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought one day I'm going to preach that because mm -hmm. that's a good message. <laughs> I mean, look at the example in, in, in the, what we're looking at in John 11. Oh, yes. Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. Mm -hmm. and yet he died. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it looked like the seed wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It only looked like that. Right. That's good. That's so good. Mm -hmm. And I think this too, you know, this is a place where we come to, it's in James chapter 2, 
And he says, what does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and have not works? Can faith save him? Well, the works in this particular case was the word of God. When the disciples came to Jesus and said, what must we do to do the works of God? And he says, believe on him who he has sent. Mm-hmm. Believe the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the word? That it wasn't going to end in death. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. The job was to believe in the word of God. Yeah. And so when we say the works, sometimes we think, well, faith, I've, I better start walking on that broken leg and prove that, that, that's, that I'm taking action with my faith in the healing area. I'm going to stop taking my meds. I believe and I'm healed. Because um, mm-hmm. I'm adding works to my faith. Uh-oh, trouble. <laughs> so, what is it? I'm adding works That's right. to my there faith. There goes that one. <laughs> you mind if I just interject? No, I heard, I'm, I'm... I heard someone say it this way. If God has healed you, and let's say you're on medication, and God has healed you, um, those meds won't stop you from being healed. Hmm. That's good. So... I mean, it may cause a reaction, mm-hmm. but it's because you're healed. That's mm-hmm. right. So on the flip side, just stop taking them to try to get healed doesn't heal you either. No. no. You, under, you see what I'm saying? It yes. works on both sides of that fence. I've mm-hmm. actually heard a testimony exactly along yeah. those lines out of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Um, I believe it was somebody with diabetes, mm-hmm. and uh, they were believing for healing. And they were actually, their diabetes was to the point where they were having to take shots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so... They've gone to healing, gone to seminars about healing and stuff like that, and were believing for the healing. And they were just starting to feel awful, like worse than they were before. Every time they took the shots, and they couldn't figure out, and they're like, oh, I guess I'm going to need more insulin or whatever else and stuff like that. And so they went to the doctor, and the doctor does a whole bunch of tests on them. And they're like, um, you're feeling bad because you're getting too much insulin. Mm-hmm. Your body's now working and you don't mm-hmm. need to take these shots mm-hmm. anymore. That's right. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. And that's, that's the medicine at yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wanted to point out one other thing here um, about this for his glory mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. And uh, two comments. Um, the first one is that sometimes people have this perception well, I'm sure you've probably heard it said, you know, I'm just, I'm suffering through this sickness because, or Ooh. even a testimony, mm-hmm. because it drew me closer to God. Uh-oh. Or it helped me, you know, uh, be more humble in the way that I live, and, or it taught me how to be patient, right? So people often say things like that, and they're sincere in it, because mm-hmm. there's a real change in their character, mm-hmm. and they're attributing it to the glory of the sickness. Mm-hmm. That's for the sickness's glory. That's yeah. not for God's glory. That's, right. that's, for the, that's for the glory of the sickness. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing, when, when was humility up for grabs in the sense of, let me put it this way, when is that a question of whether you should be humble or not? Mm-hmm. Right. Why is it? When is it something like, well, it's okay for me not to be humble? Mm-hmm. When, is it, when is it okay for you not to be that way? Mm-hmm. And that you need to have sickness in order for God to teach you something? Mm-hmm. When, is, when is it that way? Why, why don't we just take him at his word instead mm-hmm. and be humble? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Why don't we do that? And so we think, oh, well, you know, it had to come my way. It has nothing to do with that. The fact of the matter is that when you were physically sick, you decided to do what the Bible says. You decided. 
to, I should be humble. Yeah. Well, that command to be humble was always there in the Bible. That's right. You just decided to do that now that you're not feeling so hot. Mm -hmm. Right? And so those things are always there. That's it's right. It's never in question. Yeah. It's always there in the Bible when it comes to your character. Mm -hmm. So why would God use something that he has redeemed you from suffering from yeah. in order to teach you something that he himself wants to do in your life? Yeah. Doesn't make any that sense. doesn't make any sense. No. No. That's like, you know, subcontracting to the devil. <laughs> you know, God subcontracts his wow. dirty work to the devil yeah. in order to get the job done that he doesn't, himself doesn't want to do. Right? He, he allows the devil to come in and blow a storm through your life because, hey, you weren't, you're just, you're just not listening. And so, you know what? Well, I don't want to touch it, God says, so I'll just give this one to the devil to teach you a lesson. Right? Well, where does sickness come from? Did it come from God? No. no. It didn't come from him. So why would he be subcontracting a lesson to sickness and disease? Because he, he can't teach you? It's things like that that we really need to get a better grip on when yeah. it comes to our relationship with our Father. Mm -hmm. Because we have some weird ideas about things, mm -hmm. mostly based on ignorance. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ignorance of the very plain fact. I mean, when did Jesus go to pray for someone and say, Oh, wait, you know what? You're just going to have to remain lame because God's trying to teach you something from this. Yeah, I'll be back in two days. Yeah. yeah. You better right. learn your lesson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lazarus? Well, he didn't... Well, just let Lazarus die because I'm teaching him a lesson. And his family. That's yeah. right. Well, I'm teaching him a lesson. We'll just let him die. Yeah. Since wh where does that say this here? Because if that was the case, then sickness and disease gets the glory for whatever lesson they were supposed to learn and not God. Yeah. Mm. But here, God gets the glory mm -hmm. for beating sickness and disease. Mm -hmm. And that's the perspective that we need to have because that's the one that God has. Mm -hmm. Is that he's not subcontracting. I mean, hey, you know, I really need to teach my kid a lesson. So I'm going to let them play out in traffic because, you know, it'll teach them not to run out blindly into the street. That's right. That first time they get hit by mm -hmm. the car. That first time, <laughs> yeah. That, that's really going to help them learn. From this point forward, boy, you don't run out into traffic. Now, you, I, now you've, you know, you've learned your you lesson. You can't run at all. But. Now when you're laying in bed with a broken leg for the next three months, <laughs> you'll really know that you don't. But why couldn't that child just hear what you had to say? Yeah. Why couldn't they just? Is that how you treat your children? I mean, if we, if we treated our children that way, we would be locked away yep. for a long time. In jail. And Absolutely. rightfully so. Mm -hmm. But somehow we think our Heavenly Father is that way. Mm -hmm. You know, He said, you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more your Heavenly Father? Mm -hmm. How much more? Mm -hmm. Right? Simple things like that. Mm -hmm. But I hope that, in, in, that you hear it the right way. Because we have these funny ideas about who our Father is and how He is, mm -hmm. and how He will use something that Jesus died on the cross to redeem us from, mm -hmm. and, and use that very thing, like sickness, to try to teach us something, and yet He Himself, His Holy Spirit, lives on the inside of us to teach us those very things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't see that example in the life of Jesus where He's using sickness to teach anyone. Mm -hmm. we're, not, we're not seeing it anywhere else. And we're filling in the gaps because mm -hmm. we didn't get healed. So we think, oh, he must be teaching me. You know, I'm, it's really caused me to be humble. It's really caused me to, to be patient. It's really, you know, in God's time, he'll heal me. It's really caused me this good fruit in me. What it's done is it caused you to reach out to God and to recognize how good he is and to obey what he's talking to you about and 
put into practice the good things that he's put on the inside of you. That's what it's really brought about in your yes. life. And that has nothing to do with the sickness or disease because you could have done that well before sickness and disease came. Mm -hmm. Had nothing to do with it. Those are completely separate issues and I hope that we settle that once and for all. <laughs> but Romans chapter 6 verse 4 says this, it says, We were buried therefore with him, with Jesus, by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we too might live and behave in newness of life. And I like the way that the King James says it, he was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Mm -hmm. So Jesus himself, when he died, he, that was not the end there either. He was raised to life by the glory of the Father. That glorified the Father, raising Jesus from the dead. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly what happened with Lazarus because Jesus, was, Jesus conquered death because God raised him from the dead. Yes. Conquered, victorious over death can never die again. Death is under his feet once and for all forever. And that mm -hmm. glorified the Father. And here again, Lazarus, didn't I say you would see the glory of God? Jesus mm -hmm. says to Martha when she said, well, he's been in the tomb for too long. He's kind of stinking now when he said, roll the stone. But raising Lazarus from the dead glorified the Father yes. because it conquered death. It defeated it, and that brought glory to God. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, in your sickness and disease or whatever you're dealing with, whatever situation might be present in your physical body, it doesn't matter what's going on. The fact of the matter is that God gets glory by Jesus conquering that thing in your life. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. He gets glory by healing your body because there's only one person who can do that. There's only one who has authority over sickness and disease, and that is Jesus. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Be blessed. <laughs>